Hi, Shannon Waller here with Dan Sullivan, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what is a game changer. So Dan, game changer is something that you've been talking about for quite some time. We've had several different events called game changer events. So to you, what type of entrepreneur is actually a game changer compared to some other kind? I think the definition is actually in the name. First of all, there's the word game, and then there's the word changer. So you have to have a mindset that you're entrepreneurial life is actually a game. You've gotten better at the game, and of course, by the time people join the strategic coach, they've played a very, very good game, and a lot of that is just because of the qualifications to be in strategic coach, and it's a $100,000 minimum just to be in strategic coach, and that's personal income, not business income, and then we have other levels that you have to jump to and qualify. So it's the entrepreneur who's freed up enough in the way he or she runs their business that they can think that they're actually in a game and it's fun. You know, it's actually fun. What's fun about it is that they've gotten not just really, really good at their occupation in the way that lots of people in their industry and marketplace are good, but they've gone beyond that and Instead of just practicing what they learned, that everybody learns, let's say you're in the the medical industry or you're in the technology industry, you've mastered all the basic skills and are being extremely well paid for those skills in the marketplace. But you've gone beyond and you've gotten so clear about who your ultimate client or customer is that you can almost see things from their point of view. So you don't see them as just ways of making money. You actually see the world through their eyes. In the Strategic Coach, we have a wonderful process called DOS, where you can see their dangers, you can see their opportunities, and you can see their strengths. You've developed a real love for working with this type of person in the marketplace, and you've developed a very, very unique way of creating value for these individuals, not once, not twice, but there's an ongoing process, a unique process that you've created, which is essentially what I'm seeing more and more. It's a unique way of thinking on your part that gets your customer clients to think uniquely from their standpoint. So it's a thinking partnership and relationship that you have in the marketplace, and it's endless. So it's not for a year, it's not for two or three years. If it really works, it's a partnership, a creative partnership that you have with a particular type of person in the marketplace. And in my case, the top person that I like to play with in the marketplace is someone called a game changer. And what I see in this is that they're very, very freedom-motivated. So they've freed up their time, they've freed up their money so that money is not an issue anymore. Other people in their company are making money. And the third thing is that they've gotten to the point where they can just work with people that they really like, that they really enjoy. That would be their internal team. But more and more now it's out in the marketplace and it's even with people other people might see as their competitors, but the other person has a unique approach too, so that you can do a partnership with somebody in the marketplace 
and they have a particular approach to the marketplace, you have a particular approach, and you can put the two of them together and you can create a third thing. So an example of that would be my work with Joe Polish, almost all my podcast partners. So Joe Polish, Dean Jackson, Peter Diamandis, and I have three more planned over the next year where they know a lot about something from a particular standpoint. I know a lot about something. for, But I want to get to a third capability, and I need their capability to do that. That's a really interesting game, and it's the creative development of something new where you're combining capabilities with other people in the marketplace. And, you know, you work out a deal, whatever the deal is. I have a preferred way of operating with this where it doesn't require contracts, it doesn't require lawyers. I don't even need to make money right off the bat with it because I'm developing new capabilities. I'm taking the capabilities that I have and I'm multiplying these capabilities and they're similarly motivated. And the other thing is there's no endpoint to this game if it's really good. One of my questions in the 10 times program, and it will absolutely be the question in the game changer, is this such an exciting game to you, this new thing that you've created in the marketplace, that you could easily see yourself doing this with great excitement and great motivation for 25 years? Because if it is, you're going to produce something really extraordinary in the marketplace that's going to influence hundreds of people in your industry because they would like to play this game too. So you have to have a mindset that it would be okay for people who are even your competitors that they would benefit from the new game that you're actually creating. So you can see there's a lot of different mindsets here that are not normal. Dog eat dog, you know, you got to be really competitive, you got to get ahead. I don't play that game at all. Never have really. So it's something that I've been passionate about forever I've had sort of smaller experiences in this going back 25 or 30 years, and now it's getting to the point where almost everybody that I'm working with, I'm able to bring 40-plus years of coaching and my ability to create new concepts and new processes, and I'm combining it with individuals who are unique in their own way in the marketplace. So that's really what a game changer really is. So a couple things about that. One is I love the context or the mindset of it being a game. Yes. You know, it's not fighting for survival. It's not a scarcity mindset at all. This is actually, it's fun. You know, Mm -hmm. and how can we play a bigger game that positively impacts all of those people that you talked about? Mm -hmm. The team members, the clientele, people who work with your business, other business partners, but even potentially your competitors. Mm -hmm. And that's a very novel thought. I really enjoy that. And then the changing part is you're going to stick with it for 25 years, so it will evolve. But it's going to change how other people think about things too. There's a lot of emphasis put on in the marketplace today about disruption, you know, disrupting people. And that's never really appeared to me, disrupting what's going on out there. The word that I really focus on, Shannon, is transformation. Mm -hmm. You're taking something that's operating at a particular level of productivity and through creatively putting new ideas together, new processes and structures together, you're actually transforming. You're taking something from a lower level of productivity to a much higher level of productivity. The definition of entrepreneur exactly relates to that. 
1804, a French thinker by the name of Jean-Baptiste Say described and defined entrepreneurism as someone who takes resources from a lower level of productivity to a higher level of productivity. So it's purely entrepreneurial. It's an abundance game. It's not a scarcity game. So feeling very, very powerful about this, where I am right now, in my fifth decade of coaching right now, I'm in my fifth decade, and this just seems to be an enormous payoff for all the experience that I've had, how I'm able to operate right now, who I'm meeting, who I'm cooperating with, and the overall increasing creativity of combining different capabilities and not trying to get all those capabilities inside of our company, but saying, hey, they already exist, so let's just go out and combine ours with those other people and let's create something entirely new. And I think that's a defining facet of, A, some entrepreneurial maturity. If you think about mm -hmm. it that way, it doesn't always have to be you. You don't have to be a rugged individualist and have everything, knowing yourself or even in-house, but to actually look for who are like-minded partners out there mm -hmm. where with great capabilities that we could do something that would produce a third mm -hmm. new thing. Mm -hmm. So, Dan, why is it important for an entrepreneur to consider being a game changer? What difference will this make for them? Well, they either are or they're not. And I make a distinction among entrepreneurs between two very, very different kind of individuals. There's individuals who I call cash players. And the word cash says it all. They're interested in money. And they're not really interested in too much. And you can tell a person like this that if you bring them a new idea, hey, I see this possibility of doing something new in the marketplace, and you talk to them. And within a minute, it very seldom takes more than a minute, they say, where's the money in that? I can't see the money in that. And immediately, you just got 90% of what you were going to tell them filtered out because they don't want to know about better cooperation and creativity. They just want to know where the money is, and I can't play with a player like that. Nothing against them. I think the world needs them. We need a certain amount of cash players. The jungle needs all sorts of different kinds of animals to be <laughs> a legitimate jungle, but I have a preference of what part of the jungle that I'm playing in and what kind of fellow creatures I'm playing <laughs> with, you know. So since starting this all in the 1974, I just know the animals, the creatures I want to play with, and the creatures that I'm glad they're there because the jungle needs them, but I, my future doesn't require them. I think the way we've structured and communicated about the strategic coach now is that our very mindset that we're putting out in the world is not attractive to a cash player. I don't want to think about all that stuff that you're thinking about, unique ability and free time. I don't want to think about all that stuff. So I think we filter them out fairly quickly. And if they get into the program, I think that they find the process kind of meaningless. And they say, well, you know, I'm so much better than all the people in the room. None of these people are really interested in money, really big money and everything like that. So I'm not going to stick around. What's really interesting over the long run that the second player that I'm talking about, and this really is the person I'm looking for, the creativity player, they're just fascinated by the process of putting things together to create something new. 
okay? And they're confident in their money-making abilities that down the road they're going to make some money on this new idea, but it's not their first consideration. Uh It's really an exercise of their capabilities, experimenting with their present capabilities in partnership with other capabilities that could produce something new. And that new thought, that new breakthrough, the enhanced credibility that they have in the marketplace because they're a player, they're a creative player. Joe Polish is just a tremendous example of that. I could name dozens and dozens of others. Dean Jackson, Peter Diamandis, Steve Krein in New York, Stephen Palter, J.J. Virgin, all these wonderful game changers that we have in the program. You can tell that they're really interested in creative partnerships, creative teamwork, creative breakthroughs. And they're confident enough in their money-making abilities. They know that ultimately it will mean more money. And making money in a much more meaningful way, making money in a way that's really stimulating, very, very motivating to them. And they could continue to increase the energizing aspect of their entrepreneurial career so they would never want to retire So they've given up the thoughts of retire. Money people want to make a whole lot of money, and then they want the world to make money for them, but they never really develop any of these other levels or dimensions that I'm talking about here. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Well, it strikes me as you're talking about these people that they're having fun. You're going out to the game. It's like this is a way to make it even more fun, to free myself up some more, tap into other people's capabilities, create something new. They really are game changers. You had a conversation very recently with some of the game changers Mm -hmm. that you mentioned. Three Ps came out of that conversation that I know will be very useful for people who are thinking about this conversation. So what happened out of that collection and that conversation with some of our game changers? We're starting a new level of strategic coach in the near future. So what I did is on a wonderful platform called Zoom, you can do really, really great panel discussions. So I did an impact filter and sent it out to them of what the intent was for the discussion, and I indicated some of the things that they could think about before they came into the discussion. And then I had each person say what their game changer was, and each of them has a name, and it's a reality in the marketplace. This isn't something they're thinking about doing. It's something they're actually doing, and it's producing money. It's raising their credibility. They're differentiating themselves in the marketplace with this. But then we just had a free talk for about 40 minutes of what they were learning from talking to the other game changers. Game changing is very much discussion driven, chatting with people and bringing up ideas. But one thing that came across very, very quickly is that they are absolutely passionate about what they're doing. You know, it comes from the inside. Okay, and this is a real expression of who they are. They're feeling enormous amount of meaning and purpose out of this, and they feel enormous sense that they're creating something of great value. The second thing is it's all people-based, and it's not like a big number, like millions of people will like this. They're thinking in terms of very, very specific individuals. I mean, they're at the point now where they're probably lots of people will hear about this and they'll want to join it, but they have very, very specific individuals and they, they've gotten so good at getting inside the head of their particular favorite customer or client that they can actually see the world 
through the eyes of the person who is going to be benefited from their game changer. And their first instinct is, is this working? Is it really helping the other person? Is it really transforming the game that my customer or client is able to play? So the first one is passion. The second one is people. And the third one is, as entrepreneurism is itself, it's a bit of a lonely business. They've departed from the general population by being entrepreneurs in the first place. And that requires giving yourself permission to do that because the first years of being an entrepreneur are tough. I've never met anyone who really being an entrepreneur that there was real shifts that they had to make and who their real friends are in the world and who's really supportive of what they're doing. But once the entrepreneur becomes so successful that they jump into the game changer game, (laughs) if you will, it requires another level of permission. So it's not a rugged individualist thing. They really profit enormously by being around other game changers. And I could see they were like blossoming the other day. We had four individuals and each of them was being very, very influenced and supported and motivated by the fact that there were three other game changers. And of course, in our program, we'll have dozens and dozens of game changers. And they've all given themselves permission to use their passion to transform the lives of particular people in the marketplace. So those three Ps have emerged very early in the process. And I think that they're a constant you know, that we'll build things on. Are you very passionate about something that you've created? Hmm. Do you have a real clear fix on the people who are going to be transformed by your new idea? And do you give yourself permission to play this game for the rest of your life, starting with a 25-year commitment? So that's where my thinking is right now about this. I love it. And from hearing a small portion of that presentation, the panel discussion, what was so great was that how appreciative they were of having other people to talk to mm-hmm. about being a game changer because there are lots of unknowns, lots of uncertainty, lots of scary moments, and they just really appreciated that community that was available. So, Dan, in our last moment or so, if someone wants to take action, if they want to start getting into this game changer mindset because that's really what it is, what's one thing they can do or one way they can examine their thinking that would move them ahead have them make progress on being a game changer? Well, I think the basic thing is that you can't do this if you don't have a self-managing company. And really in Strategic Coach, the signature level of the program where the vast majority of entrepreneurs come into Strategic Coach is really about having you focused on your unique ability and then all the team members you have, they're focused on their unique abilities so that the company becomes self-managing. And once you get there, then you can jump to the next level, which is the 10 times program. And the 10 times program is based on a foundation of a self-managing company. You then create a self-multiplying company, which means that when you're not there, you're taking free time or you're investigating other opportunities in the marketplace, your company is making money. So you have a real company. I mean, it's not just you. If money isn't made when you're not working, then you just really have a job. You don't have an actual company. And so that's the big thing is that you want a company that pretty well night and day throughout the year is making money. 
and you get to more and more move in the area of what you find most enjoyable. And then the third level, which we're just creating, is the game changer. I've never seen any entrepreneur who's gone through the self-managing process and the self-multiplying process where their mind doesn't turn to a particular thing that they're passionate about, some really unique form of value in the marketplace that they'd like to create. And they're going to give themselves permission now just for the next, let's say, stage one they've done, stage two they've done, and now this is stage three. And that's where I am as one of the founders of the program and the co-creators of Strategic Coach. That's where I am personally. And that's where my joy lies in terms of working with really marvelously creative and very generous, very, very generous individuals. They live in a world of abundance. They're not worried about scarcity of opportunity, scarcity of income or anything else. They've jumped to another level. And it's all mindset, you know, the whole thing's mindset. So it's very, very exciting. This is huge. This is going to be huge. That's great. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate getting even more insight into being a game changer. And I love how you broke it up into it is a game that is changing things for the clientele and and even for people's industries. So I really appreciate this conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Shannon.